Okay, good. Ben Hashmashos. Evening, sort of. So we're just on the tail end of Chai Tishrei, Rabbeinu's Yardzeit, just getting into Yudtes Tishrei, the 19th of Tishrei. <clears throat> and um, continuing in the fourth story, the story of miracles uh, from the king, the story of the king who um, decreed destruction. We saw that he <clears throat> forced all the Jews to convert. They couldn't live publicly as a Jew. And then the son of the king took over, and there was a uh, small attempt at a coup from amongst the ministers, and there was an unnoosed, there was a secret Jew amongst the ministers who made a calculation and said, if they kill the king, the, <clears throat> the country is going to slip into chaos, and then what's with all my stuff? And that's the reason why I'm living here secretly as a Jew. So he told the king, and the plot was foiled. And the king said to him, I'll give you any covet you want, any honor you want is yours, just tell me. And he said, I want to, he said, swear to me on your crown, on your kingdom. He said, okay. He said, I want to go, um, my main honor would be that I would be permitted to be a Jew in public, which is to say to wear a talus and tefillin in public. And though the king got very mad, he swore an oath. So he had to let him, and then from that moment on, that Jew uh, would go in public with Talis and Tefillin. Here we are. Afterwards, May, Samelech Venasabinoimelech. Right, so now we're on to the third king, the grandson of the original king, is now king. And he, uh, he ran the country softly, whatever that means. Because he saw that people wanted to kill his father, as we saw above, right? The Kavash Medidus Rabba. So even though he's he's dealing with his country softly, whatever that means, it says he's still conquering many Medinas, many countries. He's still a conquering king. He's a very wise king. He commanded uh, to gather and to speak to all of the star gazers, the astrologers, to find out what could possibly destroy his seed, his line, his progeny. In order to, to keep away from this. Right? And they told him his seed will not be cut off. He should be careful from bull and ram. And they wrote this in the book of Chronicles of the King. Uh, and he commanded to his son that he should operate also like him in a in a soft way, and then he died. Okay. So we have continuation of this family because now we have the great grandson of the original king is king, and we see there's this real the king is forward thinking. All these kings are forward thinking, thinking about themselves and their and their line. Um, and it seems to be going okay for them so far. Right? The son becomes king. Right? He didn't listen to his father's advice. Rather, he went after the way of his grandfather, and he started running the country with a high hand and with strength like his grandfather. The Kavash Medina's Rebos Venafal Al Chochma. And he also 
conquered many countries, but he, Nafal al Chokhmah, he fell on wisdom. What does that mean? Let's see. Right, so Chokhmah, you know, we think Rashi's Chokhmah, Kulam v'Chokhmah Sisa. Chokhmah is a very important factor in the Briasa Ayelam, but we know also uh, Chokhmah has a dark side as well. And here the Lushan is fell on Chokhmah. The man fell on Chachma. Um, so it doesn't sound good. So what plans does he come up with once he's fallen on this Chachma? He commands uh, to announce that there should not be found in his country Shor, a bull, Vaseh, and a ram. In order that his seed not be cut off. Alken, therefore, Enlo Mora Mishum Devar. Therefore, he would not have to be afraid of anything. Right? So, right away, I mean, I don't know much about you know, medieval agriculture or economies, but I would imagine in a society without <clears throat> combustion engines, um, life without bulls would be rather difficult. And um, rams provide um, all kinds of things. You know, food, milk, uh, meat, milk, their, their wool. Um... So, so although the king is not going to be afraid of anything, he's like putting a, an incredible burden on his country's economy, which it doesn't seem that his father ever did. Okay, and then also this statement where he says "Al Kain Ein Mora Mishum Devar," that 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 feels like um like a bad sign, right? Um, right, like we have the mitzvah the king has to take a uh, sefer Torah Torah scroll with him wherever he goes, because he always needs to be accountable to remember that Hashem is the ultimate lawgiver, right? He's always accountable to Hashem. So when I see a king saying, I don't need, I don't need to be afraid of anything, right? It sounds to me as if he's expressing, um, you know, heresy. He's saying, I don't, I don't, not even God, right? He's not saying, I only need to fear God. He's saying, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm, I'm untouchable. I've figured out the system. I know everything. I'm willing to crash my country's economy, make life difficult for my entire uh, people, just to, you know, um, save my own butt and the butts of my children. Benahag Medina say Burama, and he he ran the country Burama. In could be Lushan lying. Burama means high. I don't know. And he became a very wise person indeed. Right? And here again we see Nafal al Chachma. Right? He had another brilliant idea. This is good. This is good. He had an idea how to conquer the whole world without war. Hmm. What's his plan? There's seven parts of the world. Because the world is split up into seven pieces. And there are seven um, uh, satellite stars. Um, there, I'm sure there's a better way for it. Seven, seven important stars in the sky. Okay? That each of these specific uh, stars 
shines on one specific part of the world. And there are seven types of metals. And that each of these seven guiding stars illuminates a different type of the metal, of the seven metals. Okay, so he's got these seven parts of the world, seven um, leading stars, and seven different types of metal. And all these things, uh, they line up at a certain point because there's stars that are germane to specific part, parts of the world and, that, and, there's a, and there's a piece of metal which is made to shine by that specific star. Got it? Going on. Where he commands, he, he takes all the busts of all the kings that he has. They're all made of gold. That are hanging up in their, in their palaces. And he made from it a person. His head of gold and his body of silver. And, and the rest of his limbs made of other uh, types of metal. And so he was made in such a way that within him was, he, he was made up of all the seven different types of metal. And he had, he stood this ma- this metal man up on a high mountain. Right, and and the the mountain where it was, its height, etc. Um, all the seven guiding stars would have been shining on it uh, at the same time, or loved off at the same time, but they all shine down on this person at some point. And if a person needed advice, or needed money, if to do it or not, right, he would go and he would stand before the piece of um, the man's body, the, the, the metal man's body, the, the parts of his body, which was made of the type of, of metal which is relevant to the parts of the world from where he comes, right? So if I'm coming from America, then I go and stand in front of the, the, the statue part that's relevant to America, and so on. And he would ask a yes or no question in his mind, if to do this thing or not. Excuse me. And when he had to do it, and if the answer was yes, the the part of the of the of the body would light up. And if not, it would go dark. Parentheses. All this is what the king did. And by way of this metal man, he conquered the whole world and he gathered much money. Okay, so, um, so this is very clever. This is very clever, right? What the king is doing is he's combining science with superstition, right? Which is, which is as we've seen, the uh, Ainu in our, you know, with our own two eyes over the past three years, uh, is a very uh, powerful and dangerous force indeed. Um, he, he figures out. He uses science. He uses things which which factually exist. Right, and he. It doesn't say that <clears throat> it would be right. 
Right. It doesn't say that 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 it, it it's a machine, right? It's just it's just a natural occurrence, right? It's like um, who are the people that wanted to turn lead into gold? The alchemists. It's like alchemy. Right? He's doing alchemy here. Um, and he conquers the world because the world now has a um, a magical item that's based on science uh, which will tell them what to do, right? And there's few things um, that people in the world like more than being told what to do, right? The vast majority of people just just want to be told what to do and they don't want to, you know, don't, don't even bother me making me think about anything. Just give me my cornflakes and I'll watch some sports or something and I'm good. Um, and there's few things that people who like to be told what to do like more than being able to say, oh, I'm following the science, or it's the latest technology, or all the experts are saying, etc. Um, so we see very clearly, um, how powerful this is and indeed how this could conquer the world, this alchemy. Tov, and with that, I am off to go help set up a sukkah party. Um, I hope you are having a great sukkah as I am, and have a wonderful evening. God bless.